Earlier this week, I had a realization. It's something that it's not, it was not completely new to me. It is something that I have known, but somehow had sometimes had lost track of. And through reflecting on why I lose track of this particular knowing is something that really illuminates, at least for me, I can't speak for anyone else, really illuminates the essence of the human condition. And when I speak of this, what I'm talking about is that I struggle emotionally until I don't need to struggle anymore. It's not that I can so much, it's not that I can choose not to struggle. It's not that I can force myself not to struggle. I can't talk myself into not struggling. But what I can do is simply return back to the place that is, in many cases, the most uncomfortable place to be. But it is also the most healing place. And that is to come back to my heart center, to come back to center, so to speak. As I've heard teachers refer to this before as coming back home. Being in touch with and being back in my own body with my feeling my feet on the ground wherever I find myself and with whatever is going on in my mind. In this particular case, earlier this week, I was in a in the midst of a lot of thought about someone in my life that I, I was really wrapped up in investing a lot in thoughts about how what I thought that they were doing to me or what I, you know, what I, I felt like I was on the receiving end of, I had convinced myself that somehow that something was happening to me that was unfavorable. And I'm totally want to be completely transparent and totally open to the very distinct possibility that that was all that was all me that was all my thought that was all my perspective the way that I saw this and it was very it was very subjective and I believed those thoughts because I was the one thinking them and I I will never know for sure whether what I thought was being done to me or directed towards me was actually happening or not. I can ask someone and and have a frank conversation about it, but at the end of the day, I never will really know. And so at some point, there is a loosening of the clinging to needing to know. If it was happening, if someone had intended for it to happen, regardless of what actually happened, the only thing that I can do, the only place that I can be that is healing for me and healthy for me is here now in the present moment in my own body inhabiting it feeling whatever there is to feel and paying attention to the thoughts that come up in response to whatever those emotional feelings are in my physical body and what I, I guess, I'd almost refer to it as a mantra of sorts. And this is something that I didn't, I didn't put any effort or energy into making this up. Uh, it is just something that came to me for whatever reason. And that is, and that's really what I'm wanting to speak about. If, if I can have any intention at all this morning when I, as I share this, it is what came to me in the midst of struggling. And when I say I was struggling emotionally, in this case, uh, and I started, 
I started to differentiate that between struggling physically, although the emotions are housed in the body. And so, yes, I guess I would also say there was some sense of physical struggle. There was a physical struggle because I was, I was, uh, what would I say here? I was in physical or I was in mental turmoil because I was choosing to be in mental turmoil and not that I could choose anything else. But when I say I was choosing it, I was investing time and energy into it. So what came to me earlier this week was that I struggle emotionally in this case. I struggle as long until I don't need to struggle anymore. And it's something that happens on its own. I can certainly resist that struggle. I can try to run away from it. And that's, that is what has really become front and center for me is that there are so many ways for me and anyone else who choose to as human beings, there's so many different directions that we can run away from the, the emotional struggles that we're having. There's so many things that, that are available to us. And I realize that we're all different, living different lives under different circumstances. And this may even just be limited to the mental realm. This could just be limited to what is available for us to how we can distract ourselves mentally, regardless of our external circumstances, regardless of the options that we have externally to be distracted. We ultimately, it's kind of what I heard someone refer to once as an inside job. This is something that we can clearly invest in, uh, invest energy and time and continue to believe that somehow we're struggling and want to, want it to stop. And yet the more that I want it to stop, the more that I resist feeling whatever it is that I'm feeling. And sometimes it is miserable. Sometimes it is very, very difficult. Sometimes being a human being, and I can only say this from my own standpoint, I've heard people share things about this. But at the same time, I know we're all, we're all going through this incarnation and in, in we're all living this particular human life and having different experiences. And I know that it is ultimately the only, the only place that I have found, and I can't actually find it, and that's, I didn't even know why I said that, but, I, but it, that's, what, that's what came forth. Coming back to my heart center, coming back to the present moment, coming back to feeling my own body, feeling myself in it, my own consciousness within it, and whatever it is that's happening, whatever emotions or whatever energy is running through me. So if I find myself, like I did earlier this week, tossing and turning, literally and figuratively, I was physically tossing and turning in bed. I could not get comfortable. I was completely carried away and wrapped up in these thoughts about what was being done to me and why would they do that and and how dare they do that and why would they do that when I've done this or this and whatever it is that I was what that I was telling myself I I believed I was the victim of something and I invested a lot in it time and energy and spent a lot of time during that night thinking my way deeper into this identity of being the victim. And at some point, it doesn't even really matter whether I was or not or not. What really what really mattered was in this particular case where I found myself was it's it's it wasn't so much whether that was the truth of the situation or not. I had 
created my own truth. I had, con- I had ultimately convinced myself that whether it was true or not, this is what I thought. And I emphasize again, this is what I thought was true. And because I believed that, and I believed everything that I was thinking about what I was feeling, I was, I, I chose to struggle. And it's not so much that I set out and, and had the intention of, I want to spend this night tossing and turning and being miserable and being wrapped up in a, in a loop of thoughts that was seemingly never ending. I wasn't choosing to struggle. I didn't somehow think that this would be a great idea for me. But ultimately, by continuing to give time and energy to whatever thoughts were arising, whatever beliefs that were cementing, and becoming cast in stone, so to speak, that we're being fed by these thoughts. So the beliefs start to get really, really solid. I begin to cling to them, and then I identify as who I think that I am. And again, the word think comes up yet again. Uh, I ultimately, this is how I see it. This is how it is, whether it's the way it really is or not. And so when I say that I struggle until I don't need to struggle anymore, the only direction that I have been able to go where I have, and I say direction and it's not even so much a physical direction, it is in a certain sort of way, but I think it's also a metaphysical direction and that is the only place that I can go is to pay attention to the one thing that allows me to quit clinging to these beliefs and once I stop clinging to them, once I stop believing them, then the thoughts don't have so much power over me anymore. They do continue in in almost all cases until they don't anymore. And then that's really what it feels like when all of this... But the only way that this shift can occur is that I do what I have practiced doing, and it's available to any of us. There's nothing special, unique, or amazing about me or about what I'm doing. It's just that this is an ancient practice that has allowed human beings, it's what I refer to as an ancient technology. It is something that allows humans to feel whatever they're feeling, think whatever they're thinking, and just simply observe it and pay attention to it. I wish it was that, I wish that it was that easy. It sounds simple enough when I speak about this in theoretical terms. We just simply pay attention to our minds. We notice what we're thinking. And if, if it was only that easy, but I, when I say that, I'm saying that in an encouraging way, not in a discouraging way. If I can recognize the, and appreciate and be open to the fact that, at least for me, relatively speaking, this is not easy to do. It's not easy to sustain this kind of perspective on my relative reality versus whatever the absolute reality is. These thoughts that are occurring, it's not easy to sit with them. It's not easy to be the person thinking them. But at the same time, what I can do is practice being uncomfortable. And it's almost what I would refer to, or it is what I would refer to, this practice is learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If there's no way for me to make the thoughts go away, if there's no way for me to stop, you know, push a button and stop the emotional struggles or struggle, then the only thing I can do is simply be with whatever it is. So if I'm struggling and I know I'm struggling, that's really the first step. 
And if I can be aware that that's what's happening, then there's a much greater likelihood that I will quit giving time and energy to this. I can't force myself to do that. Sometimes it is unbelievably tempting to give time and energy to these thoughts. Uh, I had had something happen earlier this week, not to uh, divert away from what I'm speaking about, where I had, I was on the receiving end of what is not just what I thought. I guess it is. I I can't say that it wasn't, but it felt like very, being on the receiving end of very disrespectful behavior. And the anger that rose up in me happened so quickly. It was so overwhelming, but at the same time, I was able to, once I realized that I, this was me perpetuating this, this was me giving energy and time to this, I was so wrapped up in my own internal reaction that it became very difficult to, I could recognize theoretically that this was me doing this to myself, but the temptation to hold on to that anger and it's it's I've heard I've heard of a phrase before that sometimes holding on to anger there's a deliciousness to it so to speak uh, speaking uh, uh, metaphorically there's this deliciousness to it it's so tempting it feels so great sometimes to and this there again this is just you know what I've heard people share and what I have experienced and when I say great it's not great for me it doesn't do me any good. Uh, it all it does is even though I'm indulging in it and it just feels really like it's almost what's referred to as righteous anger or righteous indignation. How dare somebody treat me this way? But ultimately, what I find is is that even though it is, if I can practice being aware of that I'm thinking certain thoughts and be a witness to them, it's not always going to be easy for me to give up the the need to continue to give inner time and energy to it to let it die out on its own, however it's going to. And sometimes it may take a long time. Sometimes it may be a little more quickly to dissipate. But as I bring all this together, or at least attempt to as a human being, I don't know if I'm really doing that or not, that ultimately the only way it's ever going to dissipate is if I can be, have any, I have some modicum of perspective. If I can recognize that this is a passing phenomenon happening to me as a physical human, as a physical being that has a certain kind of nervous system that is neurally wired a certain way, that these things ultimately will pass. I just, it is very difficult sometimes to feel whatever it is that I'm feeling. The thoughts can be very painful. The feelings can be very painful. But the more that I, and I guess it really all comes down to practice. If I can practice being more comfortable with being uncomfortable, and sometimes it is really uncomfortable to emotionally struggle until I don't need to anymore. And when I say that, what I really mean is that ultimately, if I don't give time or energy to being the person struggling and to struggling itself, and at some point, the struggling will begin to lessen in intensity, and at some point, it will cease. And if I don't have faith that that will happen, if I don't believe, you know, it's not even about a belief. If I had not witnessed that happening and have happened so many times, uh, it would be very difficult for me to believe this or to be open to it. It really isn't, it's not a belief. I, I'm using that word because it's a, a habit as a human being that I believe things. If I've, if I've seen them with my own eyes, felt it with my own body, and, you know, experienced it in my own consciousness, I can believe it. But it's really beyond belief. It is ultimately something that happens whether I believe it will happen or not.
And that is really what I wanted to, uh, uh, to say lastly, is that I, you know, every part about this is a practice. If I can have faith that it, things will lessen and that things will be less difficult, uh, that I will, you know, make things less, di- you know, I will make things less difficult on myself and that at some point I will have peace again. The only way I have been able to do that is to practice being open to that. And eventually it does happen. It isn't easy feeling those feelings between point A and point B where the struggling ends. But ultimately this practice has made it, uh, it has made it possible for me to actually stand by feel whatever it is that I'm feeling, uh, struggle however much I'm going to struggle until I don't need to anymore. And even though I don't know when the end point is of that, I don't know when the struggling will end. I don't know when it will cease. I don't need to know. The only thing that I really need to know is that I can continue to come back here to my own, to my own consciousness, to my own awareness, and it's the only thing that reliably allows me to uh, to 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 feel and to be what I you know what it is that I ultimately can be as a human being open open to struggling until I don't need to struggle anymore. And without this practice of mindfulness, it would be for me it would be impossible to be able to cope. And I spent decades not coping, and I spent de- I spent decades. Uh, struggling indefinitely because I kept giving time and energy to it. And I lost a lot of years of my life because I was busy somewhere else struggling and I wasn't here to enjoy any of the gifts and any of the blessings that are here always. And so that's ultimately what I'm sharing here today is that it is possible as human beings to, uh, to, uh, to let the struggle end, to be open to the struggle ending. I don't know if it's possible to end the struggle, but I do know that it's possible to be here and to be present and to feel whatever it is that we're feeling until the struggle ends and to be able to cope no matter how difficult it is.